Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 106, and my special guest from San Antonio, Texas, Megan Pelly. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So glad you're here, and I'm even more glad it's, it's your second, uh, second appearance on the show. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm happy to be here. So it'll be good for the audience to catch up uh, with you, and I know a lot of things have happened since then. Uh, you've received for the sixth year in a row the Platinum Top 50, and I think for the ninth year in a row, the Five Star Pro Award. That's right. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about those two accomplishments. The Platinum Top 50 program is based out of San Antonio and Austin. There is a drive to move that into other markets, but for right now, those are the markets that that, that awards program covers. It covers um, production, civic involvement, um, industry involvement and event participation as well. So they, they kind of come at it from a whole comprehensive approach. Um, it includes teams and independent agents. Um, they had some changes to their scoring this year, right. uh, but ultimately they choose the top 50 agents out of the San Antonio market. Right now our board um, holds about 12,000 agents. So it's quite an honor to be in that pool. Semi-finalist or, or winner, doesn't matter. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great circle to be included in. Yeah, and 50, then out of, 50 out of 12,000 is a big deal. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it, it feels like a nice pat on the back. So it's not easy to get. Um, every year that I've gone, I don't feel um, like I'm a shoe in to get it. So I was very excited to receive it this year. What, what do you do? Obviously, you have an amazing real estate business that we're going to talk about, but civic involvement, community involvement is a part of this. Tell us a little bit about how, uh, what you do uh, in, in that part of your life. So I try to do everything from a multiple bird, multiple stone approach. So for example, I have a luxury listing right now. And of course with luxury, it's not uncommon to have broker open houses, uh, which of course we facilitate on behalf of our clients. Right. Um, but I also looped in one of our, uh, the San Antonio Board of Realtors charity of choice for that, um, that broker open. So I had a wine distributor that specializes in a philanthropic um, give back as part mm -hmm. of their program. Right. Uh, we, we rustled up some silent auction items and things like that. So it wasn't just a come see our house and drink wine and eat cheese. It was come see our house, drink wine, eat cheese. And if you're so inclined, let's try to raise some money for this organization that helps keep people in their homes. Um, so it was, uh, it was profitable for them. They made a little bit of money off of it. Um, and it was a great opportunity to showcase our listing. So I like to look at things from that perspective. I'm a member of an organization called Impact San Antonio. We um, donate high impact grants to other 501c3s within the community. And it was really interesting because this particular uh, organization that we chose for our broker open house, they had small children with them. And I asked the little girl if she was going to the pre-K for SA program, mm -hmm. which is free preschool here in San Antonio. And she said she was. And because of another organization that I was a part of, we, um, they got a high impact grant from us so that they could get transportation services for the kids that were eligible for pre-K for SA that otherwise weren't able to attend because they couldn't make it. So it was, it was a really nice, you know, full circle situation. So I do a lot of that type of thing within the community. Right. 
Wow, that's amazing. Now, the Five Star Pro Award, what, tell us a little bit about that. Is that more of a service to the consumer and they rate you or how, do, how does that come about? So it's my understanding Five Star Professional is, um, it's a national program. It's available to uh, other industry providers like lenders and realtors. And they survey anonymous clientele base and ask them questions about how it was to work with you. And if you fit within their scoring model, then they, they include you in the winning circle. Um, they do have some additional, you know, publications and things like that, that you can, you can chip into if you're so inclined. Um, but just to win the award, you have to be, uh, your, your past clientele gets interviewed and they're asked a series of questions to see how you rated from a service perspective. Oh, wow. So, so that's a great honor too, because it really shows, you know, your past clients are, are rating you uh, exceptional. Right. right. Yeah. Well, so now, Megan, you've been doing this since 2004, correct? Yeah. So you've seen up markets, down markets. You went through the 2008 to 2012, you know, probably the worst real estate correction in modern history. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and during this particular time that we're in, that's, um, you know, some uneasiness. You know, yesterday we had a, a record uh, stock market correction and, you know, there's some uh, adjustments probably happening in the market. As you go back to how you survived through 2008 to 2012, what adjustments did you make? What, uh, what things in your mindset uh, did you have to make? And how did you approach uh, a changing market? So the mindset was very important in hindsight. We, around me, everybody was getting a job. Um, and... I came very close to falling within those parameters, much like everybody else around me, just to stay afloat. But I decided one day that this was cyclical. It wasn't going to last. And if I could figure out a way to weather the storm, there would be a fair amount of low-hanging fruit when it was over. Mm -hmm. And I trusted my instinct on that, and I was right. Um, so we had a few really lean years. They were... Um, you know, with any dark time comes some light. So for example, there are things about the recession that I really miss. Um, more dinner parties, potluck parties at home, clothing swaps, you know, the things that people do to get creative, um, to stay fresh and involved without necessarily going out and spending a lot of money. Um, so some of those things were a lot of fun and I actually kind of missed some of them. Uh, so, <laughs> but we, um, we were just really careful and cautious. Um, we, and, and I would say for us, we saw the writing on the wall early in 2007 was when I kind of started to mm -hmm. think things were getting a little iffy. And then we came out of it a little bit early as well. I would say by 2010, you know, there was a little bit of, of sunlight on the horizon. So once we started, you know, we just buckled down and um, really evaluated cost and spend. Um, moving to a brokerage that was more affordable, like JPAR, which unfortunately JPAR was not available in our market at the time. But um, I moved. I moved companies um, to to help offset some of the expense so that I could stay viable in the market. And um, as everybody started to come up, um, 
you know, that was when Redfin came on the scene and things like that. And so we, I tapped into outlets that I hadn't really looked into before. And if there was somebody out there that was willing to give a lead for a split, if I closed the lead, I took it. Um, but I wasn't signing contracts for long-term lead generation services because I just knew that wasn't something that I could afford to do. And then um, I got better at qualifying. Uh, better at qualifying buyers, better at qualifying sellers, better at speaking my truth to the sellers, not just putting a sign out in the yard and expecting it to sell, getting creative about ways that you could make your listing more advantageous in a, in a down market. So, right. um, you know, you just, you adapt. That's what this, that's what this industry is all about. You adapt, you get creative. You know, what I've learned in many of these market cycles is, is that's where you learn the most. Did you find that, 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 that it challenged your skills, it challenged your creativity, it, it challenged everything about your business to get the result for the client that's hired you? Did you completely, find that? Completely. It was a complete challenge. And, you know, I, I wasn't such an old season bird at that point that I was necessarily hungry for <laughs> a creative challenge necessarily, right. but it, it happened either way. And, you know, a lot of folks cut cloth doing foreclosures and short sales and things like that. And you just, you know, those are things that we still deal with in the market, but not as much. Yeah. Um, and so because I went through all of that, um, you know, I know what to look for when, when I'm looking at a foreclosure or what kind of things can stall out a foreclosure sale and how to get around them, et cetera. So, um, and how to list foreclosures, quite frankly. Um, there are a lot of small banks that are just waiting for that relationship with a local real estate agent to, mm -hmm. to, uh, to list their portfolio when unfortunately that day comes that they have a house that they have to take back. Right. Now let's unpack a couple other things I'd like to ask. Let's switch topics for a minute. You know, six years of the Platinum Top 50, five star pro award for the ninth year, and you, you have not yet created a team. You're working on that, but it's in your, your plan. But, but you're an individual agent who in almost all metrics is outproducing many of our teams. You're, you're a highly productive agent. Uh, and how do you organize yourself? Uh, what do you delegate? You know, what are the people that you use, in a sense, on your team? Um, so you can be as highly productive as you are. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. So I have two employees that help me. I have one that is an administrative assistant and I share her with another agent, uh, here at our office. She's an mm -hmm. independent contractor and she works, she does more than transaction management services for us. So for example, if I needed help with, um, you know, I own an Airbnb. If I needed help right. researching something on that, it's not transaction related, but she would do it for me if I asked her to. So she does a lot of that type of thing. For a long time, I didn't have anybody um, or I had subpar right. transaction management services or partial transaction management services. But um, she's really been a breath of fresh air and very helpful. So finding the right person and um, not being afraid to say, hey, this, you're a great person and I really enjoy my time with you, but this isn't working out. This doesn't fill the need that I have right now. 
you, you need to make those decisions early and quickly um, in, or, in order to stay viable. And I've noticed that that's difficult for a lot of people to do. Um, and the more you do that, the more comfortable you get with finding the right, the right person. Right. So I'm very happy with that person. Um, so that's your assistant and she primarily does transaction management and some other uh, administrative things that help. What's the other position? The other position is an employee that she's my showing specialist. And so when I meet with a buyer or I'm reconnecting with a buyer or a seller, in a perfect world, we both go on the appointment together and they get a sense of who she is. And then she will switch hit for me when basically I can't be in two places at once. So for example, if I have clients that want to see a property or a series of properties, um, I, I prefer usually to show my own clients, but you know, obviously as we know, that can be a time consuming um, occupation. So she'll sometimes show for me when I can't show. And what I really like about it is before her, um, I would have to say, this is my availability, X, Y, and Z. And now I can say, this is my availability, X, Y, and Z. However, if you need to see it sooner, these are other choices that we have. And then I just check in with her to see what her availability is. Um, and it's also proven to be extremely useful. My assistant, the transaction management piece of it, she works from home and sometimes she'll work from just a completely another remote location. Uh -huh. She doesn't go out in the field. Um, this one does. So the plumber's gonna show up between eight and 12. I'm not waiting on site for the plumber to get there that's what this other employee is for. So it. it's allowed me to free up my time and um, it's proven to really Im improve my quality of life as well as allow me to be more productive. Yeah, so amazing. So, so great job on that. Now, how do you produce the, the, the fuel that, that makes this business run for you? That, obviously that's leads, appointments. What, what are some of the ways that you are generating uh, new leads besides your past clients and sphere of influence? So I track my goals. Um, I track my goals daily. I write out goals. I usually start around October and I try to be really purposeful about how I set my goals for the year. This particular year, my goal was not production-based. Uh, my goal is to maintain, produce, or cultivate four key relationships per week, which means I need to either be keeping in touch with people that I know, like, and trust, or vice versa with myself, or getting out in the public and meeting new people. It doesn't always have to be a business relationship in order for me to check that box. It could be something as simple as getting to know another parent at my daughter's school or something like that. Um, and so those, those things are, are really important, just cultivating the relationship. I think right now with some of the disruptors in the industry, that's where the difference will come is um, relationship-based real estate versus transactional real estate. So I wanna spend some of my effort and energy there. Um, I four, also- Four new relationships a week. Yes, four either new or, or reconnecting on existing. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, and then uh, I still take advantage of those things that I learned during the recession, which is if you're willing to give me a lead and it comes with a split, if I close that lead, I'm 100% fine with that. Um, so I'm a partner agent with Redfin, Homelight, uh, referral partners, just other agents in other markets, things like that. Um, I do have a presence on Zillow and Trulia, which has um, served me very well over the years. I have the tools that um, JPAR has available to us, and then I also have another CRM that I've just had since 2009, and I just right. not going to get rid of that. So it's, it's a it's a great tool to have. So we I still get leads from that. Um, so really looking from a lead perspective as as a four prong approach. So the majority of my business is repeat referral, um, but I still have those three other pillars that help prop everything else up. Um, another thing that's been really helpful for me is reviews. It not only helps me gain market share from agents in other cities that are looking for folks, um, but it also has helped me get buyers and sellers that are you know, looking for somebody. It also makes it a little easier when you sit down at the listing table and you know you're competing for the listing. Um, you can encourage them to Google you and look for a pattern of behavior rather than sit there and talk about how awesome you are. Um, they really just want to know, you know, what are you going to do to sell my house the top dollar and as fast as possible? So that right. eliminates extra time. They can do that homework on their own. and it doesn't You, make you can provide them the social proof from, right. from others, right? That's right. So Megan, uh, thanks for sharing. And this is super important to you, this organization, the assistant in your uh, uh, other uh, buyer's uh, agent. All of these systems are in place because you have another event coming up in your life. Yes. Uh, you wanna tell us about that? Sure, I could literally have a baby any minute. <laughs> right, and so congratulations. Thank you uh, on that. And, and you've built your system. So your business continue to thrive, you know, while you're uh, having a baby. That's right. Um, so I'm due on March 28th. Uh, so at the end of this month, I should have a bouncing little baby boy. Uh, very Congratulations. Thank you. It's my second child. So um, you know, if I take anything from what I learned with the first one is that you just, it's doesn't ever seem like it's a convenient time to raise a family, but it's the most fulfilling and rewarding thing. So we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, I have, uh, closings booked for, um, two days after my due date. Right. <laughs> so I hope to attend those, but we'll see how it goes. If, um, if not, you have two assistants that can. That's right. Bless. So when I was pregnant the last time, I uh, was out showing houses on my actual due date. And I ran into another agent uh, who I hadn't seen and she didn't realize I was expecting. And so she asked me in passing, she said, when are you due? And I thought about it and I said, oh, t today, actually, today's my due date. And I, I heard her clients walking away saying, oh my God, I can't believe she's due today and she's out showing houses. Right. And I thought, well, they're not FedEx packages. They're not going to show up just because that's the day they said it was going to. So um, it's fine. Uh, I'll work till till it's showtime and then maybe take a couple of weeks off and, and enjoy my enjoy some quiet time with my family. But um, it's it's very exciting. So yeah, well, that's very exciting. And, and what an inspiration for others to see that it can be done, that you yeah. can still have a business and a life by design. Yeah. 
you can structure it uh, where, where things continue to move, you know, while you're out for a couple weeks. And that's an inspiration for so many. Thank you. So. I appreciate that. Well, so as we wrap up this episode, Megan, um, I'm so looking forward. I'm going to be down in San Antonio uh, towards the end of the week. I know we're going to do some uh, awards and a couple other special things. And uh, Beverly and I are going to hang out in San Antonio over the weekend, which we always look forward to. So look forward to seeing you uh, in San Antonio soon. But any last words of uh, wisdom or advice or uh, suggestions uh, for the audience as we move into potentially a volatile market? So I've given a lot of thought over the last couple of years of why maybe I've done well compared to others. I first off try not to spend too much time on the comparison part of it. You know, mm-hmm. get up, do the best you know how to do and, and show up for the day. Um, competition is, is healthy and great and it's a good motivator, especially for a lot of people, but, um, just, just handle yourself. I think that's all anybody can ask, but, um, implementing the platinum rule, which is to do onto others as they would have done for themselves has been huge for me. The day I decided that it didn't have anything to do with me was the day that everything opened up around me. If everybody went out of their way to put everybody else's needs first, like your fiduciary all the time, 110%, the way that you're able to give it. If we all did that collectively as a society, we'd all win a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I try to do every day. That's what I try to teach the people around me, either by example or if they're willing to hear it. Um, The golden rule is great and it works fantastic in tandem, but there's nothing quite like implementing the platform. Yeah. But bottom line, it's not about me. No. It's not about no. you. Right? It's, it's about the other person. That's right. When you sit down at a listing appointment, they want to know how much, how fast, what are you going to do? They don't, they don't want to know <laughs> about anything else. Yeah, they, they know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Megan, congratulations uh, on your uh, up- upcoming addition to your family. I uh, can't wait to see uh, pictures and uh, all, all of that. Uh, We'll see you uh, later on this week in San Antonio. And thank you again for sharing uh, so uh, kindly with our audience today. Thanks, Mark. Have a great trip. We'll see you later in the week. See you later. And we'll see you soon on an episode, another episode of Success Superstars.